Riverside. Welcome to week 18 of Pick'em with Dan and Dave. It is the last week of the regular season. And we have not just 10 games to talk about this week. We're going to talk about 12. 10 of them that have playoff slash seeding or birth implications. And two that will determine who has the number one overall pick at the draft in Kansas City. In just a few short months in April, mm-hmm. that will be hosted in KC gonna try to make it down there hotel rooms i looked yesterday seven to eight hundred dollars anywhere near the place that's crazy. stupid mm-hmm. who knows i might be moving that weekend anyway yeah but uh you know just let's talk about last week a little bit seven and seven for me 110 117 overall yeah you took a step back kid i did four and six 87 and 111 you're going to need a killer week. You're going to have to bet on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is a strange week. And you, you'll you notice we're a day later than normal. We were waiting on the NFL to kind of come out with what they were going to do uh, as far as what ended up being a cancellation of the Bengals and Bills game. That uh, Very unfortunate. But uh, I think that uh, we clown on Goodell a lot, but he was put in a pretty impossible situation and what they came out with uh, not everyone's happy with but it's what we're going to have to do you know i think that that is the right way to go you can't push the season back for one game and affect all 14 teams in the playoffs the option that was thrown out there of throwing in an eighth team um made absolutely zero sense to me so you're going to reward two teams that wouldn't make it in on their own merits due to the unfortunate situation. So um, we're not going to go into all of that tonight. We'll go over a couple of the scenarios that could lead to a neutral site uh, in the AFC championship game really only involves if it is a Kansas city or a Buffalo matchup. And it is very dependent on what happens this weekend. Mm -hmm. So we're going to jump right into it. We've got two games on Saturday. With We're going to start off with a big one in the AFC. Kansas City at Las Vegas, 3.30 Central Time, ESPN. Kansas City, with a win, clinches the number one seed overall. And I talked to a few Chiefs fans today, and, you know, we're all kind of in agreement of, you know, it's unfortunate the way that we could get the one seed. We would have liked to have seen it with Cincinnati. Uh, beating Buffalo and or uh, New England beating them, beating them this week. But uh, it came down to what's going to happen here. And with the game being canceled, it puts the Chiefs in charge of their own destiny. But the line in this one, Chiefs minus nine, 52 and a half being the total. Uh, They must be expecting some points. But we talked about it last week. The Chiefs aren't a good cover team this year. Um, but Vegas is going to, they've shut down Derek Carr, um, 
kind of a team that is already planning their offseason. The Chiefs do have a lot to play for. They will be without Sky Moore in this game, who sometime over the past week cut his hand. And Butker is questionable with a back. His back was spasming. Uh, we're not going to go too far into Butker. That might be one of our off-season podcasts where we talk about just some wild things this mm-hmm. season. And Butker would definitely be on that list. But I'll start us out with my boys. I faded them a lot this year just because they don't cover well. They're sub 40% in covering. And uh, this is one that I just, it's a division game. It's going to be close, but I'm just not seeing a way that they can't cover against a basically backup Raiders team that is just going out there scouting some of their young guys, basically. And uh, it looks like McColl might even be back, which will be very good for that offense. So just give me Chiefs minus nine. I'm going to keep it pretty simple on that one. I think it's going to be a good football game. And I'm hoping to be a very happy camper about six o'clock, seven o'clock central time on Saturday. Yeah, no, I, uh, it's a lot of points for a division game. Um, but I understand the scenario. Chiefs are, you know, they got a lot to play for. Uh, Raiders season is over. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of points. I think I'm going to take the under here. Um, that Stidham kid or Stidham had a great week last week yeah. versus 49ers. Um, I'm just thinking, is it in Arrowhead or no? No, it's at Las Vegas. But... Either way, I think Kansas City's going to come out and, and just dominate this game. And I don't see the Raiders scoring more than 17 points. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I attribute the 49ers to not having film on Stidham. We have film on him now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know Andy Reid got his hands on yeah. it very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go on to the nightcap. This is actually a really interesting game, and it will decide the winner of the AFC South. Tennessee at Jacksonville, 7.15 Central Time on Saturday. ESPN once again. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman will be back on the air for this one. Jacksonville favored by six and a half in the game. 40 is the total. Tennessee will be starting Dobbs and Lawrence questionable with a toe. So it's two teams trying to limp their way in. I don't know what to say, but the winner of this game wins the division and will host a playoff game next weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy to think, but. 40 being the number, you know, we've talked about other games of just dumpster fire, and that's kind of how I see this one going. And it seems like a lot of them that I think are going to be a dumpster fire end up being great football games. But uh, this Dobbs kid, Henry, has been practicing. How much are they really going to throw on him if it gets out of hand quickly? Uh, And he hasn't been that effective of late. Uh, They haven't been able to establish that run game, which is scary to think that Tennessee can't establish a run game with Derrick Henry. But give me Jacksonville minus six and a half, and for shits and giggles, give me the overs. Thinking somewhere in a 24-20 ball game. Yeah, I'm going to go with another total here. I'll take the over, uh, 40 and a half. Jacksonville's put up a lot of points in like every game for three or four straight games uh, against some teams Mm -hmm. like the Jets and some shitty weather. Um, things like that. So, um, and even Dobbs, I know he was thrown in a tough scenario versus Dallas the other night. 
but what they score 14 points. Yeah. yeah. If they score 14, I think that the over can hit because I think Jacksonville can put up yeah. uh, 27 plus. So give me the over. Yeah, I I, I agree. <clears throat> you know, a nice even number at 40. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, I think worst. I think worst case here, you push. Yeah, that's how I see it too. Next one, an emotional game at noon on Sunday. New England at Buffalo to wrap up the season. Seeding implications for Buffalo here, <laughs> New England. If they win, they are going to sneak really? their way in. Wow. Yes. If they lose, they can get in with a Miami loss, a Pittsburgh loss, and a Jacksonville win. That's doable, too. Yeah. So... We talked about earlier, there's some weird scenarios with Buffalo and how this could lead to a neutral site. So I think this is a good segue to talk about that. We talked about the Chiefs and how they can get the one. So here's how this is going to work and how Week 18 will play out. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, a Buffalo versus Kansas City AFC Championship game would be at a neutral site. We already found out it will not be Detroit. Detroit is having a new field put in as soon as their season's over. Betting man that I am, I'm going to say it's going to be an Indy. May or may not have already booked a couple hotel rooms there, <laughs> just in case. I heard a couple rumors out of maybe L.A., but that makes no sense to me. It may be a neutral site, but you have no fan base there. Here's a fun fact. Indianapolis, between Buffalo and Kansas City, 490 miles, give or take 10, either way. Wow. Right in the middle. And we all know the NFL likes to do things in Indianapolis. It's a beautiful stadium. I was there in September Mm -hmm. when the Chiefs were there. I didn't realize how beautiful that park was. You know, we were up in the very upper deck, and it was Mm -hmm. enjoyable. So I think that would be a hell of an AFC championship game. Scenario number two, Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins. A Buffalo and Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Last scenario, Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins. A Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site. Let's make this simple. Kansas City wins. Buffalo loses. AFC championship game would be at Arrowhead. Because the Chiefs would have had the number one seed. Where the neutral site comes in is if everything stayed status quo. If Buffalo would have won last week, if Buffalo wins this week, they would have had Mm -hmm. the number one. But when you cancel the game, you don't really know. You go neutral site. Then I, I, I don't like it, but I agree with it. Um, so in this game, New England at Buffalo, noon, Sunday, most of the country is going to see this game. And it's going to be an emotional display, I would think. And that's what makes this game a little iffy for me. Buffalo's favored by 7.5, 43.5 being the number. Yeah, I can see this game going one of two ways. Those boys are ready to go. And they're going out to fight, talking about Buffalo. Or they're still in their heads a little bit, which I think everyone would understand if they Mm -hmm. were. Great news from Hamlin today. Able to talk to the team on FaceTime. I think that that is an encouraging sign, and it's an encouraging morale boost for that team. But it doesn't change the fact of you were cut short on Monday, and me as a fan, not of any team but a football was an emotional wreck not knowing if we just watched a player die on the football Mm -hmm. field 
couldn't imagine if that was your brother, mm -hmm. right? That's family for them. And you weren't even really able to start preparing for this game until Wednesday. How good a work are you going to put in? That home crowd, though, this game being at home, I think does help them. But because of the unknown factor in this, Belichick, you know, will have that team prepared, even with the absolute dysfunction that is their coordinators of Matt Patricia and his son that I'm pretty sure does lines of coke on the sideline. <laughs> you know they'll be prepared. I, I think this is going to end up being a close game, and I very well could be wrong, but just going with my heart, New England plus seven and a half in this one. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Um, I'm going to take the other side here, thinking that the home crowd, what happened, uh, the really good news. I mean, that's as good as news as you can get this week, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to use that as maybe some motivation for them to not clear their head, but have something to pr uh, you know play for, knowing that he's probably going to be okay and uh, his future is, is brighter than we thought for a while. So uh, give me Buffalo minus seven and a half. You can bet your ass, my ass, or that I will be watching at noon on mm -hmm. CBS to see that yeah. pregame. That that very well could send chills up your spine. I'm pretty sure it will. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati favored by nine and a half. Thirty-nine and a half being the total. Here's another weird one. With the game being canceled, Cincinnati is the division winner. Yeah. But. Big but here. If Baltimore wins this week, they will have beaten Cincinnati twice this season. And based on that, they could have won the division if week 17 was played in its entirety. If I kind of want to see this for the chaos. If Baltimore wins... There will be a coin flip to see who will host the wild card game if those two teams end up matched up against each other in seeding. If they don't play, it will go with standard scheduling mm -hmm. uh, for seeding. But if they are set to play in wild card weekend, a coin flip will determine. You very well could have Cincinnati, a division winner, playing on the road. Yeah. <clears throat> That's scary to yeah, think. You know, out of all the teams in these scenarios, uh, Cincinnati was the only one to vote no on the resolution uh, for these scenarios. And, you know, I get their beef. Uh, kind of get the short end of this. They've got no shot at the one seed anymore. And uh, here we go. Cincinnati minus nine and a half, 39 and a half being the total. Huntley will be under center for Baltimore. I don't know what's going on yeah. with Lamar. He has still not touched the field <clears throat> since his injury. Mm -hmm. And uh, Huntley's definitely not the answer there. Give me Cincinnati minus nine and a half. And I hope Mr. Higgins has a big day. Get that that weight off his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the hate, we don't need to get into it, but I thought the, the hate he was getting was very uncalled for. Uh very much. But I'm going to take the under 39 and a half here. 
Um, Baltimore, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game the other night, just points were hard to find. Uh, it seems like it's always like that in these, these type of games. Even though since he was off to a really good start versus Buffalo before uh, the incident happened. Um, I'm just thinking low scoring, a lot on the line here. Yeah, I agree. Oh, next one, another nooner. Joe Flacco, Jared Stidham will be starting for their respective teams as the New York Jets will be in Miami. There are implications for this game as well. Shocker. Miami can sneak their way in, and it's weird to say we're saying sneak in with a win and a New England loss. The Miami Dolphins will sneak into the playoffs. Hearing reports today of if they don't make the playoffs, their coach very well could be fired on Monday. I saw that, yeah. That would be an epic collapse. Miami favored by three. 37 is the total. Could you imagine a total of Miami? We were talking through week six. A Miami total of 37. (laughs) That would have been their individual line. Not the total line. But Joe Flacco, Jared Stidham, I will not be watching this game. I have no interest in watching this game, but give me Miami minus three. Um, it's a tough one. Yeah, I'm going to – yeah, give me Miami minus three. I don't trust Flacco. The only, if this game was in New York, I'm probably on New York. Probably. Yeah, this is a coin flip. (laughs) Yeah. Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Another nooner. Pittsburgh can sneak their way into the playoffs with a win, a Miami loss, and a New England loss. Mm. They need a lot Mm -hmm. of help, but they could still get in. Crazier things have happened. And Cleveland, I don't know what to say there, but... Pittsburgh minus favored by two forty and a half being the total common thing. Pretty low totals this mm-hmm. week. I think a lot of that's due to we don't know who's going to end up yeah. resting. Um, you know, Clowney got sent home today. I saw that. Yeah. For, for we don't know if he's going to play due to bashing the coaching. Not a wise move going into the off season unless you're looking for your way out, which I've got a feeling he is. Um, Mike Tomlin always has that team ready to go, even for a division matchup. Pittsburgh minus two here, another one I won't watch, but interesting scenarios it could put Pittsburgh in. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the under here. Just Pitt doesn't score points. They have a good defense. Deshaun Watson's not what he used to be yet, so uh, a boring, slow football game. Deshaun's all... He's all tense. Yeah, he doesn't. He can't go he get his release. He can't go get his massages. Yeah, he needs a big release. <laughs> let's take a break from potential playoff games and let's talk bottom of the barrel now. Two more noon games, both kick off at the same time. Minnesota at Chicago. Minnesota favored by eight forty-three is the total. With a Chicago loss and a Houston win, the Bears have the number one overall pick. Yeah. 
do they keep it or do they no, trade, they trade it? it? I, I'm with you. I think that they end up trading that. They trade down to somewhere in 10 and they get a next year number mm-hmm. one. Yep. And some capital. They've got plenty of cap space going in. Yeah. Uh, you know, Matt Eberflus has said uh, earlier this week of even if this was a playoff game, Justin Fields would not be starting, which tells you that hip is really bothering Yeah, he must have. I didn't know he heard it. So, yeah, he heard it again last week. But, uh, I think this is a get right game for Minnesota. Get right right before you go into the playoffs. Give me Minnesota minus eight in this one. Bears will get that loss. And uh, my crystal ball shows the Bears with the number one pick in Kansas City. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Yeah, give me uh, Minnesota minus eight. It's just Peterman starting, no offensive line, limited weapons. It's just, it could yeah. be a shit show. But then again, if Minnesota can't win this game by more than eight, they truly are an extremely fraud team. Yeah. What's weird is a lot of the country is seeing this game. Ew. The whole, that San Francisco will see this game, obviously, for seeding implications, up to Seattle, Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit, all of Illinois, <laughs> half of Missouri, Phoenix, a lot of the country seeing this game. It's disgusting. As mentioned, the Houston Texans will be in Indianapolis. So here's another one. Who's going to have the number one pick? We'll know, and they're only going to be about 200 miles apart from each other when they play. Can Lovey Smith help Chicago one more time? Wouldn't be surprised. I, I I think, yeah, we'll get into it. Indy's favored by two in this game. 38 is the total. I don't know how you favor Indy in this game. Team of dysfunction. Starting at the top with their ownership. Yeah. And Houston, to me, that line's disrespectful. Houston has played some good football over the past few weeks. Agreed. And they're not favored in this game? Who are the Colts even going to throw at quarterback? Is Oh, it's it's Foles again. Yeah, probably. Well, unless he's hurt. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to let you talk about this one first. Yeah, I kind of want to know who's playing quarterback. If it's that young kid. Um... Sam Ellinger. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, we were on the same page. Now we're not. Give me, uh, give me Colts minus two here. I feel like a lot of people are probably gonna be on Houston. Um, Nick Foles is out, so that I just think that's huge. Ellinger kid has not played well at all, not a single bit. Hmm. But he's young. He's a gunslinger. Maybe he'll catch fire against one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think my pick of the week a couple weeks ago was. Nick Foles, two interceptions. Didn't he have him on, like, his first five throws? Yeah, he had it in the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to playoff football. Arizona at San Francisco. This opens up our late window of three late games to talk about. San Francisco, this late slate, the spreads are ridiculous. San Francisco favored by 14, but the total 39 and a half. D-Hop's out. Um, 
Blowy. Bluey is starting for Arizona. <laughs> Don't know who the hell that yeah. is. But uh, how could you have a spread that is half of the total? I don't know. <laughs> how does that work? Vegas, come on. 14 is the spread, and I'm still going to take it and the under. It very well could be a shutout. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with you on the spread, but I'll take the under in this one. No words needed. And Cliff Kingsbury, bye I have bye. a feeling, is packing, yeah. packing his bags on Monday. Read a report. He will not resign because his, his contract is fully guaranteed. Good for him. He's already got his yeah. back, right? Oh, definitely. That house is for sale. <laughs> Fall from grace right there. Him and McVay. I've got a feeling McVay leaves the Rams due to the cap hell that they are in. Got a feeling he's going to retire and end up in the booth. We'll uh, see. Here in the next week or so. I don't know how the Rams recover from the cap hell they're going to be in this year. Giants at Eagles. Another late game. Philly favored by 14. 43 being the number. Giants reports are will rest their players. Um, last I saw, um, Hertz was questionable if he'll play. Um, it's leaning that he will. Don't know how much he'll play. Uh, if I am the Eagles, I go out there, get a comfortable lead. Get hurt some reps, and about halftime, Menchu comes in and finishes that one out. The Eagles, with a win, clinch the number one seed and the bye on the NFC side. They don't have to worry about any neutral site. They've had this option for the last three weeks and have not been able to convert. If they fail to convert again, it opens up a just mess of chaos that could happen that they could fall all the way to three. Mm. Um. Giants, they already know their seating. They know where they're at. Um, take the rest. I don't think you're going to see Saquon Barkley hit the field. You might see Daniel Jones at the very beginning and not much after that. But uh, I, I don't know why I have this written here. Give me the Giants plus 14. Oh, yeah, this is a horrible game. Um <laughs> I'll ride that with you. Giants plus 14. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I hope Dana Jones at least starts the game, gets some more reps going into the playoffs, and then Hurts could come out and look horrible for two quarters. You don't know if he plays. I mean, um, Eagles are coming off a loss, though. They might want to come out and set the tone. But uh, 14's a lot for a, a pretty bulldog Giants team. Back up to San Francisco, they can clinch the number one seed with a win and a Philly loss. Let's go to Dallas at Washington. (coughs) Another late one. All of these are going to kick off at the same time, so we'll know our seeding in the NFC about the same time. Dallas favored by 740 being the total in that game. Dallas clinches the NFC East. Weird to think the NFC East is not decided with a win and a Philly loss. They clinch home field throughout the playoffs with a win, a Philly loss, and a San Francisco loss. Mm, that's not happening. 
that's not happening. Yeah. But they could win the division. Mm-hmm. Still a chance. Oh, yeah. But Dallas, I feel like, is going to take care of business here. Washington is starting their rookie. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but I'm going to go Dallas 7, minus 7, and the over, and I would not be shocked if Dallas throws all 40 up. I will take Dallas minus 7 as well, just because that rookie's getting his first start, I think, um, against a good defense, or what's supposed to be a good defense. It could get messy. What's, it could get messy. What's scary for the Eagles is they're kind of trending down, and the Cowboys are trending up. Yeah, it hurts to say, it's but show. the Cowboys have shown a lot this year that they can be they can be a contender. Yeah, don't worry. After about after they get eliminated from the playoffs, I will be back on hating them, but I can't <laughs> do that right now. Sunday night football, Detroit at Green Bay. What a way to wrap up week eighteen. Yeah. Lambeau Field. Green Bay favored by five. 49 being the total. This is a win and end game for the Packers. The Detroit Lions still alive as well. With a win and a Seattle loss, the Lions are in. Seattle is in with a win and a Green Bay loss. Wow. A lot rides on this game right here. That being said, Aaron Rodgers at home with a chance to make it back into the playoffs. God, I want to puke as I say it. I think he finds a way. Green Bay minus five and the over for this guy. Yeah, we're riding a lot of the same picks this week. Um, Green Bay minus five. It it literally feels like a movie scripted. Yes. Aaron Rodgers has his worst year or seems like worst year in a while. Doesn't have the same team he's had. He has rookies. He barely makes the playoffs, and he gets a Super Bowl ring. It just feels yeah. like it's trending that way. And and here's the the weird part. A lot of these games that are tied together, they put at the same same time slot. If Seattle wins the game, Detroit has nothing to play for. Yeah. But it gets really interesting if Seattle loses. Mm-hmm. They're going to be biting kneecaps in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd just be incredible for both of these, any of these teams, or at least for Detroit and the Packers, that both of them have a shot to get in the playoffs after the start of their years. Deep, deep down, I hope that Seattle loses, because I remember last year, it was uh, the Raiders and the Chargers. Sunday night football, week 18. Oh, yeah. Oh my Winner God. gets in. If they tie, they both get in. And I believe it went to late in overtime. It did. We thought we were going to see the tie. <laughs> but the Raiders ended up pulling that one out. All right. Uh, I don't have a sicko teaser of the week this week. So. We'll pick that back up for playoffs. That's fine. But crazy parlay of the week. Odds a little bit reduced this week. Plus 739. Five legs, all money line. I'm sure you're just going to think some of these are gross. KC over Vegas. 
Jags over Tennessee, mm-hmm. the Dolphins over the Jets, mm-hmm. the Steelers over the Browns, and the Packers over the Lions. I like three of them. Which ones don't you like? Well, I like them all. I'm just saying there's two that are going to be, like the Miami one's going to be kind of eh. See, I have the Jags as an eh and the Steelers as an eh. Steelers were the other one that's, yeah. Yeah. But that's our week 18 slate. Next week when we get together, we'll be talking about the playoffs. You know, as of right now, if the season ended today, there would be some really interesting matchups, and we know that they're not set. Only five teams have clinched so far in the AFC. But think of this. If the season ended today, the two-seed Bills would host the seven-seed Patriots. They'd play back-to-back weeks. <laughs> Obviously, that's not going to happen with them playing each other this week. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati would play Baltimore as a 3-6 matchup. The Chargers would play Jacksonville as a 4-5 matchup, and the Chiefs would have the week off. That's a great week of football. Mm-hmm. Those are all good. Let's go to the to the NFC side. It would be Seattle at San Francisco. Division rivals again. Giants at the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Sneaky good game. Yeah. Tampa at Dallas. Feel like we've heard that script before. Yeah. With the Eagles with the bye. Six teams have clinched. It's the seventh seed that's up for grabs in the NFC right now. But with that. It's been a pleasure to spend the last half hour with you. And uh, here are our picks going into week 18 as you are in beautiful, sunny Florida. And I, it snowed this morning here. Well, good for you. No, <laughs> not good for me. Any parting words for us? Nope, just another uh, good week with Pick'em. Yep, and we will talk playoff football next weekend. This has been another edition of Pick'em with Dan and Dave, powered by Riverside.